Hello, and welcome back to She is the Ancient, a gender-bent curse of Strahd here on Gilding Light. I am going to um, start off with a little, little uh, side note before we uh, introduce the characters and recap. Um, I am feeling a little bit off tonight as I found out some pretty terrible family news, so please lend some grace. Um, and I would like to take a minute to say that it is really fun to play in a horror campaign where things are bleak and dark and scary and often very isolating for our characters, but it's really fun because we're playing through it in a safe space and with people that we care about a lot. But if anyone at any time is feeling overwhelmed or alone in real life, please reach out to someone. Uh, anyone? <laughs> anyone at all, reach out to me. I will answer my DMs, I promise. Um, we're going to be circulating the suicide hotline on the stream tonight, and I just want all of you to know that you are super important. Um, that is all. So, the last week, our adventurers found themselves in Barovia, unsure of what to do after facing a trial together that brought them closer to each other and possibly closer to the grave. There they encountered an individual selling pies, an alarming situation in such a frightful location. And however, DJ Boombox found that moment to be incredibly enticing and consumed a pie, only to be lost in a trance, faded from this world, where their mind was transported one place as their body remained fixed there. Roxy, Todd, and Sarzanath continued on to carry on DJ Boombox as they made their way and arrived at a tavern, a place to settle for the night or the day. Time is hard to measure in the mist of darkness. And there they met a strange circumstance. A female, her name Irina, and sitting with her, a young boy under her care. She quickly became a companion of sorts to these delinquent fools of the dreaded night. Wanderlust by the hexblood the goblin that brings themselves together by parts, a half-angel and demon sitting across, and someone who chooses to speak with people who are not around. And they come to find out that Irina requests their aid. Her recently departed mother had passed from this life, and her body needed to be put to rest. Irina requests a simple chance to ask for them to help take her mother to be properly put to rest. Through a series of events, an alarming meeting brought, well, friends. The next day went through, and these companions all decided to meet at Irena's house to gather this coffin and take her mother to the church where she would be buried. They discussed how they would move this body and this entire coffin, and they found out their best way to do it is use their carrying case as DJ Boombox unhinged their jaw and consumed the entirety of the coffin. Wood, body, and all. And with a simple flash, Sarsenath carried DJ Boombox to the church. It seemed like an easy task. The body was set in the coffin near the hole to be buried. And the church mistress, after the door being blown open by Todd's eldritch blast, said not to come into the church. However, she went with Irina. And Sarsenath followed to hear a voice of a child screaming behind a door of the basement. Meanwhile, Roxy, Todd, and DJ all discussed the proper way to not only dismember a body, but a proper way to ensure it won't come back. However, DJ, full of spirit, said we should ask for permission. 
So when Irina returns with Sazenath and the priest woman, they are asked by Roxy, how though composed with a bit of charm to allow the body to be dismembered. With the permission granted, DJ dismembered the body, head and other parts scattered across the grave. And we find ourselves settling for the ceremony to allow Irina's mother to be put to rest. But what other darkness leads in these graves, this church, and the land of Barovia? So that was amazing. And you are now in charge of the recaps every week. So <laughs> I'm just going to show up to listen to casual every week. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So now uh, you are standing in the cemetery with Mother Dona. Um, you just witnessed a woman in black honoring the funeral of Irina's mother alongside the rest of you. Um, Sarzaneth has informed you all that someone is in the basement of the church, screaming for Mother. She is currently uh, shielding Eastmark from the woman in black, and the wolves have sauntered back toward the woods. The woman in black has disappeared into a cloud of mist. Uh, Mother Dona immediately makes holy hand gestures of the Morning Lord, seemingly to ward off any evil uh, that has just been here. And this is where we will open our scene. If there's anything you would like to do. Uh, uh, there's, there's people in basement? Why are people in basement? Sarzana speaks up and she says, yes, I heard someone yelling mother and that they are hungry. And priestess here has just admitted that it is her own child. So I don't know. What do you all think? Is something that we should be worried about? It won't come back to us. Sounds like another crappy murder party. I wasn't impressed with the last one. We'll have to check on her. If somebody's hungry, they need to be fed. You do not need to worry about that. It is my family business. Okay. And DJ walks to the church. No. Get your <clears throat> goblin, please. And you can go ahead and leave the premises. Todd's also going to walk to the church arguing with someone who isn't there. About not wanting I'll to just... get involved. I don't want to do it, Eddie. I don't. It's ugh. fine. Fine. I'm going. I'm going. You see me going? We're going. Going to the church. I look at the priestess and say, "He's only. They're only mostly goblin." Todd's going to start making a lot of holy gestures, but they're all wrong. So it's just arms crossing everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Irina follows. Um, Sarzaneth is is staying back, and she is insistent on keeping Eastmark away from both the priestess and the church. Um, but Irina kind of looks over and sees that Eastmark is in good hands, and and goes to follow because she is still for the next few minutes. Um, charmed by Roxy. Oh, that's right. Uh, what, uh, what are we doing? Uh, well, someone said they're hungry. I want to go feed them. 
Oh, that is a good. That is good. That is a good idea. You are you are very kind. And she reaches over and, and pats you on the head, DJ. Oh, look. What do you know of the the, the priestess here? Uh, her daughter is locked in a basement. Uh, her. She she turns um to back to the priestess who is uh just distraught and shaking and watching you guys move towards the church and you can see Irina's charm has begun to fall off at this point and she first she looks at at Mother Dona and it is like why in why would you lock her in the basement uh what did Sashinka what did she do? Why would you lock her in the basement? And then she turns to you, Roxy, and and the realization of everything comes over in, on her face. And she says, did, did you charm me? So before I answer, I am going to cast friends. <laughs> and just <laughs> reply, yes, yes, I did. However, I did it to ease a decision that needed to be made. It was a good decision. It needed to be done. But this was the only way that you could do it guilt-free and happily. And I this doesn't require a save, right? No, it no? is a Is bust. it automatic? It, it gives me advantage on charisma checks. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to need you to make that persuasion or deception check, whatever flavor you're going for, uh, I'm, at advantage. I'm being honest. Okay, so persuasion. And then I'm also going to need you to roll a d100 because the wild magic surge from last episode is now activated. Okay, persuasion was 25. Uh, okay. Can Todd sense the coming wild magic? Like, can we feel the magic gathering around us? Or it around is Roxy? Very much like all of 66. you are feeling feeling the pinpricks of a thousand needles all over your skin. Uh, that's but, actually um, DJs every day. <laughs> last time I tell the truth. 66. 66. Let's see. Oh, no! <laughs> When the DM laughs, you know it's a good time. They move away. Like, they're backing away from Roxy. (laughs) So, Tyler, um, Roxy, first of all, I would like you to tell me what you are saying to Irina before this magic surge takes effect. I am saying this was to ease a decision. It needed to be made. It was a good decision. But this way you can live with it. You're guilt-free. This was out of your hands, and I promise you to never charm you again, unless I need to. As you say this to her, um, there is a loud popping noise, like deafening, just pop. And you watch Roxy suddenly transform into a rat. As uh, (laughs) Roxy, your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores remain the same, and you have the ability to speak, but you are a gnarly-looking rat sitting on the ground, finishing your statement. I promise I will never, I promise I will never charm you again! (laughs) Why why is everyone so Ah! tall? So, so Roxy's now a rat? 
Roxy is now a rat. So baby boombox, my little charming of rats. My little mechanical teddy bear, which again looks like really shambled, like random metal pieces that put it together, will go pick up Roxy and like cradle it and start following DJ. <laughs> You are being. It used to be so big. <laughs> Roxy, you have turned into a rat. <laughs> what is That's happening? Rude. I told you the truth. <laughs> you guys see this little teddy bear uh, following this rat with the squeaky voice of Roxy uh, as they approach the church. This is all very odd. <laughs> So, but, I, so my, all my items just vanish with me. So like I don't have a. Arcane you have focus. nothing. You have okay. Right, you I'm don't have anything. Nope. Awesome, but <laughs> my, charm. my charm. That's it. Your your casual rat like charm. Yep. Todd just pets Roxy and says it's okay. At least you only have four legs, and then goes into the church. <laughs> what did I have before? <laughs> you guys enter the church and it's very quiet for the first couple of moments here and there but as your feet creak across the floor you can suddenly hear the same thing that Sarzaneth heard the it's very muffled uh, yep it's another it, murder is... party in the basement what is the church made out of? Uh, stone and wood, mostly wood, a lot of decaying wood. And the foundation of the ground is also wood, like it's mostly wood on those parts too? Yeah. So um, while walking, DJ is going to literally like impale part of the ground and just rip a plant, chunk of wood out and start gnawing on it while still making their way, following any way to get down to the underground. Well, even without making checks, um, you can tell that the screaming is coming easily from underneath you, for sure. But you can you can almost hear it a little louder in the room immediately to your right. And uh, what is this door made out of? Also wood. Okay, DJ's gonna try to just first just open it. It unlock it's it's not locked, it it opens right up. Opens um and just walks on in. Hello! <laughs> this uh stick very close to to DJ in case something jumps out. I'm gonna scurry not into a corner and hide. DJ. Don't worry, DJ. baby boombox is carrying you. You're fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to. I'm ready to scurry to a corner and hide. <laughs> so, uh, you step into this room, and you can see that uh, where the holes were in the roof of the church outside that you could see where the light was coming through and stuff. Uh, you can see that they the most most of those holes are in the ceiling above this space. So. The floor, it just, there's uh, puddles of water. There are broken roof shingles. Uh, you can also hear 
um, screaming noises coming through a heavy wooden trap door that appears to be held shut with a chain and padlock in the far corner. Chain and padlock? Do you guys yep. think finding out what this is is very necessary? Why not? And DJ kind of walks over that way. <laughs> and um, DJ is going to take the padlock and just like open their mouth wide to just put the entire lock in their mouth. And they're going to use their tongue which is now going to peel open and reveal a bunch of uh thieves tools and use their tongue to pick the lock <laughs> yes so that would be sleight of hand with proficiency right yes uh because i've well Man, the thieves tools i'm proficient with so yeah sleight of hand Ooh, fingers crossed 17 17 does it uh just barely todd's so tell me ready to cast eldridge blast if anything <laughs> jumps out of the dark hole <laughs> okay so you're just like over there prepping it yeah <laughs> and so tj is going to like get this entire padlock in their mouth and you're just gonna hear the clanking of metal grinding on metal for a while and then a hard crink as they like swallow the lock and literally start slurping on the chain like it's a pasta noodle just <laughs> and swallows the rest of the chain that was barring on the wood and padlock there. Ah. Fantastic. Ah. And it's bit up like one link and then swallow it back. <laughs> All right. The door opens with ease. Uh DJ's gonna just jump in. All right. Oh, Todd's gonna run up and jump into. Oh my god, no, 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 wait! And then Baby Boombox will follow after that. Is there any, like, anything I can scurry onto? Rather than just being, like, down on the level, like a shelf, anything. Can I even see in the dark? Once you, once oh, you go that? <laughs> Once you go down to the basement? Yeah, I want to find, like, something to scurry up. Like, well, I'm there not, is a I'm set of stairs directly below the uh, the trap door. And in my mind, you all just opened the door and then jumped down the stairs. Y yes. Is, this is, there a space, is there a space between the stairs, or is it solid? It is. Uh, it's, like, simple wooden stairs, so there is space underneath the stairs, if that's what you're talking about. Uh, I was just wondering if I could tuck in between two steps. Uh, yeah, you definitely could. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to kind of jump out of the arms and tuck in between two steps. And Baby Boombox is going to follow. <laughs> kind of like, I want my rat back. <laughs> is baby boombox does, does do they make like mechanical noises and stuff oh, they're very they... clanky like their metal is very haphazardly like there's some iron there's obsidian there's like a, a pearl embedded in part of their leg they're like dj boombox where you could tell there's a bunch of pieces put together to make this thing all right so roxy as you go to stealth underneath a set of stairs uh, you hear the of Let's hold up a gnarled finger <laughs> and it does this it just takes its like mangled metal fingers and goes yes and is it like pitch black down here 
it is pretty dark. There is light coming down from the opening. Uh, I feel like I should have you guys take some damage for jumping down the stairs, or maybe uh, we roll a dexterity check to see how well you handle it. You let me know because DJ is okay with pain. <laughs> give me, both of you, give me dexterity checks, uh, you jumpers. So, 14. 14. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, DJ, you're a pro at stuff like this. What does this look like? So as soon as it opens, just kind of like does like a nose dive as if I'm like trying to dive into water and kind of uses that to kind of glide down the stairs, feeling the rhythm of the beat. Do, 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 do. Just sliding along. <laughs> uh, Todd, uh, not so much. You're going to take some fall damage for that. So you uh, tell me what this looks like for you while I roll that damage. Uh, I just see DJ jump and I know there's something really bad down there. So I'm running towards the trap door, but I just trip over the the <laughs> ledge and just face first <laughs> down the stairs. You like guys my see hands Todd. are still out <laughs> of Eldridge Blast, just like dive down the stairs. Yeah, that's going to be a full six points of uh, bludgeoning damage as you like hit six of the stairs on the way down with your face. And uh, you do have two like, rerolls. Oh, that is true. You do have rerolls. Uh, <laughs> so it's like it's dark. The only light was from behind us, right? The only light is from behind you, and you can immediately hear a whimpering in the corner. Right. So DJ is going to take their left hand. They're like, that's their goblin hand reach for their eye and start to like dig through the socket and pull their eye and like sever the black threads for a moment. And then I'm going to spend an action to do magical tinkering to give it a, a light source out to five feet and then jam it back in my socket and give myself a five foot radius of light. So you just turned your eyeball into a flashlight. Yep, I turned my light, my eyeball <laughs> into a flashlight. <laughs> You turn your head towards the source of the whimpering with your uh, flash flashlight eye, and you can see a figure cowered in the corner, uh, just covering covering their face, and and they they go, I can I can smell your blood, I can. Oh, I'm so hungry, and they they're trying to stay as covered as they can. So I'm can like... Can I see any other features of this individual with dark vision? Like, can I see deformities or... You... They look like a person, but they are wildly pale. Um, very uh have have not seen the sun ever in their whole entire life uh and they're very um their skin is very tight it like like pulling against their bone structure uh their fingernails are a little bit long kind of sharp hey and hey, DJ, yeah. uh yeah? i know that you really wanted to feed this person but i don't think they want to eat anything we want to share it's okay. I had extra food. I also saved some of the pie. I don't think that they want the pie. 
We should probably go back upstairs and maybe talk to the mother. You can go talk to mother. I'll keep her company. She, I got berries. I've got cookies. I've got bread. I got. I'm pretty sure she just wants to eat you. <laughs> and not not in the way where she spits you back up later and you're fine, like the forever kind of way. I don't taste very good. Most of me has been dead for years. Well, then they want to eat me, and we should still go back upstairs. Oh, I don't want you to get eaten. Okay. It's been about five minutes, right? Since yeah. yeah. I just recovered. <laughs> just in general. Me. Just in <laughs> life, has it been five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Context matters. Uh, Roxy, you suddenly find yourself halfway between a set of stairs in your oh, normal no. form <laughs> as you turn back into yourself. I don't think getting up is going to be easy. That hurt. Hey, DJ, do you think you could pull those steps apart and let Roxy up? Yeah. And like, just goes on all fours, runs up to the steps below. Hmm. Hmm. Looks over at Baby Boombox, looks back. Baby Boombox just starts beating on the stairs, splintering some of it, as DJ just starts gnawing on those steps. <laughs> and Todd's just going to watch the individual in the corner. With dark vision. <laughs> so I'll just go over to because I don't, I wasn't aware of anything. But what's, what's loudly? What's going on? What's ah, oh, that being rat was not fun. Ugh. Well, what's going on is we need to get out. So if everybody just wants to go sideways up the stairs, keep your eyes in that corner and move up. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Who? Uh, Todd. All of us? Just Todd. Um, yeah. I'm proficient in wisdom. I don't know why I'm proficient in wisdom. <laughs> oh, can I have my re-roll? You're street smart. Yeah, you can okay. You can have your re-roll. You have two of them. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's okay. Okay, 14. <laughs> 14. Uh, you notice, so you, you turn to talk to Roxy, but you keep your eye fixed on the corner. The figure in the corner does not realize that you are still watching, and suddenly they lurch upward and disappear out of your line of sight as you hear scuttling across the ceiling. Oh, oh! And Todd's just uh, going to be, like, ducking down, like, oh, oh, oh... While DJ's over by the entrance of the stairs Loving, where Roxy got stuck. people up the stairs. Huh? Can I, uh, uh, can I see them on the ceiling? Uh, you, you, yeah, you can. They're moving very fast directly towards the entrance. Oh, how fast can I shove everybody up the stairs? How far is the trap door from the ground? The trap door from the ground, it is, I mean, it yeah. is a full set of stairs, so 10, 10 feet, I would say. Ooh. Oh. Okay. 
Uh-huh. I'm invisible, by the way. Everyone give me a collective dexterity dexterity check, and uh, they're going to do a dexterity check, too. Twenty-three. Twenty-three? Twelve? Can I use my other reason? <laughs> yes. That, that didn't last long. Oh, no! Oh, that's much worse. That's I wish I could worse. see what you're rolling. This sounds amazing. Oh, that was bad. Uh, that's a three! <laughs> Oh, that was... Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to think that Todd is going... In the exact same way. Like, everyone's going up the stairs, and Todd just goes to step (laughs) and just catches their foot on the bottom step the same way I came down. Have you ever fallen on an escalator? Everything. Back on my face. There's this crap, 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 as you're trying to run towards the entrance, and this scuttling makes its way over to the entrance of the stairs and drops down on you. I'm going to need everybody to make an initiative roll because we forgot to do that before we started the stream. Unfortunately, it bogs everything down, but let's do that. Come on, Dice. Do me good. Do me good. (laughs) I I stopped. Dang it. I wasted my natural 20. On initiative. Oh no! I got a dirty twenty. Thank you to the viewers for that re-roll. It was a two. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) All right, that's a two for DJ. All right, twenty, twenty for DJ. I heard the two, and my brain was like two. (laughs) Uh, so twenty for DJ. You said twenty. Yep, twenty for DJ. Twenty. Very nice. What did you get, Todd? Thirteen. 13. What'd you get, Roxy? 20. 20. Okay, who has the faster initiative modifier? I feel like DJ Mine's does. plus four. <laughs> uh, DJ has no oh. dexterity. Oh, wow. Okay, so DJ, you are 19. Dun, dun, dun. I'm incredibly strong. Deceptively strong. <laughs> Alright, so with that, it looks like, come on here. Uh, it looks like, Roxy, you are top of initiative. What would you like to do as this creature, like, falls down upon you, screaming, I just want a little bit of blood! Uh, I, I point my finger and be like, you're, you're so, you're so pale. I'm too scared. And cast Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> I was too freaked out to come up with something clever. And if I did, I probably forgot it. So Tasha's hideous laughter. I uh, tell me how it works. Uh, wisdom save DC 15. Wisdom save DC 15. All right. Um, bum, 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 bum. Oh, this thing does not have... Uh, that's a nine. Fail. They are now... Um, uh, oh, my goodness. Roxy is forgetful, not me. Um, incapacitated <laughs> and laughing on the ground. Okay. <clears throat> you see this, uh, this creature just suddenly begin to like, ah, 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 just letting out this just horrid sound that is supposed to be laughing as it's, it's like reaching out and clawing and, um, absolutely and utterly in your way. Uh, DJ, what would you like to do here? 
You are uh, up next. Let's see. I can I can see it like nearby, right? It's like within five, ten, it's, fifteen. It's it's like on you guys. This is you guys are like all a muddled mess on the stairs as Todd is like wiping their head of some blood and uh yeah. Bird, eat, nom, bad, no. And black threads will start to come out of DJ's bodies and start to envelop their body, creating this thread-like black obsidian armor as I activate my arcane armor. And I am going to launch a bolt of lightning at it. Ooh. Hopefully. That'd be great. (laughs) That is a 24 to hit. That's going to hit. That is going to be... Excellent. Eight points of lightning damage. Eight points of lightning damage. Uh, fantastic. You, uh... They have... Hmm? Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just, uh, just gonna say, this bolt of lightning shoots out, and you see this, like, <laughs> as it is also lighting up, and, uh, just making even more menacing screeching noises. Uh, and is that uh, the end of your turn? Nope, because DJ Boombox is gonna jump from the top of the stairs and try to elbow drop this creature. <laughs> baby Boombox is going full smackdown on it. All right. Um, it's pr- you said it's prone, right? It's prone. Yeah. In it, prone or incapacitated? Is it both? Well, they're they fall prone, conditions. but then they're incapacitated. That's and what it is. Damage, Got it. Thank you. After damage, they have a chance to save with advantage. Yep. So that is an eighteen to hit. Uh, that's gonna hit. <laughs> or how much damage does the elbow drop from Baby Boombox even do? Four force damage. Four force damage as this little mechanical teddy bear thing jumps and just right into this creature's eye. And, and as it does that, all you hear in this like deep guttural, almost like demonic voice, drop the bass from <laughs> little baby boombox. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, you guys hear Irina outside of the trap door going, what is going on down there? Do I need to come down? And uh, the priestess, is, you can hear her just wailing out on the lawn. Like, there is just so much going on. And let's see, Todd, it looks like you are up. Uh, Todd's just going to wipe the blood off their head and just kind of yell into the corner of the basement. See, this is what happens when you try to help people. Uh, and is going to Eldridge blast the creature. All right. Is that a save or uh nope i'm rolling okay <laughs> hey 22 22 hits give me the damage oh yeah there's damage <laughs> that part four four fantastic four damage all right <laughs> so you finally this eldritch blast you've been trying to like hold on to this whole time that has caused you to trip 
uh, on the way down and the way back up, you finally are like, Wah! and send it out full force uh, for four damage. And is that the end of your turn? Um, are the stairs cleared? Or, or do you, you guys are all piled the on the stairs? Okay. Like, I think then everybody's just gonna on the stairs. going to keep pushing everyone up. Like, just okay. go, 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 go. Be going. <laughs> all right. And then Todd's going to um, behind them and say, I told you I didn't like it here. <laughs> Irina is, uh, she kind of appears in the doorway and and she goes, uh, how, how can I help? And she, she pulls out uh, a hand axe and she's like, everybody move out of the way. I'm going to throw it. I'm, I'm going to just, can I, can you all move? Throw is, it. Throw it. Of okay. course. Okay. Let's do it. And she is going to hit with a natural one. So which one of us takes the damage? <laughs> it's going to hit Todd. That's been Todd's luck. <laughs> oh Act wow! Um, all of you make me a dex save real quick, and we're gonna see who this hits. Oh no! So I got an eight. <laughs> what did Baby Boombox get though? I got seven. Uh, Baby Boombox Maybe got like a one of those movies 12? where it just flies by. And, and DJ's just got an eighteen. Everybody. Oh, so Todd 18 and 12? Five. Five, Todd. <laughs> Todd caught the axe. Todd. Todd. <laughs> you and stairs are just not getting along. Oh, it's just lodged no. in my thigh, and I'm just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like Ace Ventura, like, ah! 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 <laughs> Uh, that is going to, luckily, I rolled the lowest as well again. Um, so that is going to be four uh, slashing damage as the axe bites into your leg, Todd. And Irina goes, oh no! I am so sorry! And it's Does she say it while laughing too? <laughs> you know what? You guys have broken me. I'm broken. It's, that's the end of it. I can't, I can't run a serious campaign anymore. Um, it is now the vampire spawns turn as you realize exactly what this thing is now that you are two inches away from it. It is going to regenerate a little bit as you see it move forward and some of its wounds kind of close up and it is going to try to make a grab attack. Uh, for the nearest person, which I believe is you, DJ, isn't it? It's either me or Baby Boombox. <clears throat> Baby Boombox, uh, they can assume doesn't have anything juicy running through their veins. They're a little, they're 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 kind of questioning you. There's a, they can smell blood in the <laughs> air pretty strongly, and they're like, do you bleed? <laughs> like, are you like so, human light? That is Low going to snack. be a twenty-five to hit. A 25. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, yeah, that's 25 to hit. That's going to be eight slashing damage. And um, as it, it was trying to grapple you, but it is in such a panic that it's unable to do so. So it just reaches in and slashes you, and it's going to immediately go in for a bite attack 
even though it's going to, I'm going to have it do it at disadvantage because it wasn't able to grapple you. So that is a, so the first one was a 25 again, and the second one was a natural 20. Listen, listen. Yeah, I mean that. But it was yeah, disadvantage, hits. so it's not a crit. <laughs> it's fine, you know, it's uh, cool. It's cool. That hits. That is going to be uh, nine slashing. No, not slashing. Hold on. Nine uh, piercing, piercing damage uh, plus five, six, seven, eight, nine um, necrotic damage as well. Nine, nine necrotic? Yep. Uh, does that affect you? That might not even affect you. <laughs> it does. Necrotic does. Uh, all right. As it just reaches forward, uh, again, it slashes you and then reaches forward and bites into you. Does it get blood when it bites in? Uh, it bit. Where did it bite? I w- I'm going to say your, like your shoulder. Like it tried to grab uh, your arm, slashed instead, and then reached forward and bit. So the best way to put it is they're blood, but it's the same thing as if like you you let like a, a juicy fruit sit long enough. It's very thick and dense, almost gooey versus blood. Interesting, but it's still it's still something this creature is interested yes. in. Yes, yes, it definitely tastes like if you drink from a honey stick. So yeah. So it it gets this bite in, and you hear it kind of like and it just screams out to try and grab at you again because it's just the most beautiful version of this that it has gotten it a is. hold of. <laughs> DJ and that is honey. Going to bring us back to Roxy. I'd like to say, though, right. uh, with how much damage uh, DJ has taken, uh, their left arm will fall off. <laughs> and part of their, like, skin of their chest is peeling off. Their ear, like, parts of them are just falling off with how much health they have left. Very nice. Just falling bits. All right, <laughs> Roxy, you see all this going on. It's your turn. So as I see that it's trying to grab DJ, I will shadows will stretch from me to it and then and wrap it up, and I'll hex it to give it disadvantage on strength checks as my bonus action. Um, okay. Disadvantage on okay. Strength checks. Got it. And then I'll be like, I remember the joke now. You are so pale, you should be filled with water and hideous laughter again. Okay, <laughs> let's see. That is a 14. Fails. What's your DC? Fails. 15. It uh... <laughs> lets out pained and laughter again. I'll say, nobody hit it, just escape. And I'll take up this, go up the stairs. Okay. Step on. Uh, I think you guys uh, give me a dexterity check as you go up the stairs because it was blocking your way. It is down. Dirty laughing. Dirty twenty. You hop over the top of it, stepping on it in the process, uh, inflicting another two points of we're gonna say piercing damage. I feel like Roxy wears heels. Does Roxy wear heels? There's a little heel to him. Yeah. Yeah, pierces right in, stomp over the top of them, and head out of the room. 
DJ. Uh, it, let's see. Um, so DJ is going to. Oh, DJ's hurting. <laughs> I uh, uh, pain. Huh? Drink. Huh? Nom 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 And um, as magic will literally erupt from my body, uh, chaos bolts will just discharge out towards the vampire. All right. For a natural twenty. That's gonna double damage. Oh, that's gorgeous. Oh, uh, yeah. I need to roll a D. Yeah, I don't like to complicate it with my, my crits. I like it to uh, just double across the board. Roll it. All right, so it's going to be seven. Two. Of course, I'm going to do the same thing against you guys, so. Yeah, just got to roll this. Let's see, what is that going to be? Plus the 1D6. That's 15. That's 19. 38. Was it seven is lightning damage? Whoa, that's amazing. Correction, thunder. Seven is no. What is it? Seven was my, psychic damage, is what it is. Oh, so as it's uh, like cackling and just this, <laughs> just like goes in further as its brain is just dealing with all this incoming psychic energy. Uh, yeah. What else are you doing? Um, well, <laughs> and all you hear is drop the bass as baby Bullocks is going once more for another, as it kind of climbs up Roxy, who's running and jumps off for another elbow. <laughs> because, um, the boom boxes don't quit. Let's see, that is. Um, 18 to hit. That's gonna hit. Four plus that. Six force damage. Six force damage, fantastic. Uh -huh. All right, I will be illustrating a picture of Boombox uh, dropping someone and yelling <laughs> this. <laughs> oh yeah, because all you see is just DJ sitting there, baby Boombox is just Ooh, elbow, and then um, we're gonna we're gonna grab a baby boombox, and uh, DJ's gonna kind of scurry up the stairs a bit. Okay, this creature is falling down the stairs with this hit. So anybody who is in the way uh, and doesn't want to get uh, what is the term? What is the bowling ball? Bowling ball pinned down by a vampire. Uh, go ahead and give me like a dex to jump over and, and run past them. Come on, Todd. Todd, this is your moment to overcome your stairs. <laughs> You've got this. <laughs> the real 15. enemy. 15. 15. <laughs> you gingerly step over this vampire that is like <laughs> falling down the stairs dramatically. Uh, what about you, DJ? Were you already past? I believe I was already, I was on the upper side of the stairs. Yeah, I think so downward. too. Fantastic. You hop over, Todd, and you run up the stairs. You guys make it oh, into... Oh, no, I'm going back for it. Oh, wow. Okay. Like I just didn't want it between me and the stairs. 
because I was the last one to get out. And, and um, so AJ now that is the stairs are on my parts. side, what kind of shape is it in? It is. Let me double check. Ah, oh, it's looking about like it's halfway feeling good, halfway feeling bad. Okay. There's uh, since everybody else is on the other side, uh, Todd's going to cast Burning Hands at second level. Burning Hands. Tell me how your spell works. Uh, they have to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm on it. Dexterity. I bet they have a bonus for that. If they're oh. incapacitated oh, yeah, they still, though. Oh. Yeah. I don't know about fully about the incapacitated and condition if they just if it's disadvantage or if it just fails automatically. It just so they just can't take actions or reactions. Okay. So uh, that was a nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um. Yeah, the deck save was a twelve. Oh, that was the DC. Yeah. Okay, so oh it, wait, it still has to take half damage. Still has to take half damage. Give it to me. Seven is the half damage. All it right. <laughs> Fantastic. What kind of damage was this? Oh, fire. Yeah, fire. Got it. And then oh. Todd's gonna back up the stairs. And just wait at the top of the stairs and see what it does. Okay. You uh, pull up to the top of the stairs. Irina reaches out and grabs your shoulder. Oh, God. I am. I just. Can, can you the not? Thing. Can you not? I am so sorry. Are you okay? I... No, we're not okay. Do you see? Do you see? And I point at my thigh with the axe is still in it. Because I haven't even pulled it out yet. If you come out, we can lock the door. Shouldn't we kill it before we lock the door? Eventually, it's... Do you see the state of this church? Eventually, it's coming through the door. I just... I don't want you to get any more hurt. Um... Okay, um... And that is, uh, her, her action is she's going to be running back out to Mother Dona, and the spawn is going to sit up, and they are going to look up the stairs at you, and they are going to make direct eye contact. They're going to say, I just wanted a little bit of blood. It's not a lot to ask. Well, I've got plenty up here. Come and get it. And it is going to make a lunge for you using okay. a do, 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 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 to hit. It hits. Uh, and that is do, 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 instead of dealing damage. I want you to nope, nope, never mind. Nope, that hits. Uh, you are grappled. It grabs onto you and it is going to pull hard down the stairs. How and... grappled? Because I have a reaction that's a spell with VS. Hmm. So if I can speak and move my Wait a minute. Hand... It's still incapacitated, isn't it? Right, Roxy? I mean, uh, it gets the chance to make a save. What was the... Okay, sorry about DC that. DC 15. Uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't make it. Uh, it is, it is 
laughing hysterically, crawling toward you one step at a time, very jerky oh God, movements up the stairs. And you can't just run at me. We gotta <laughs> do this creepy shit. Come on. <laughs> and it cannot make an action, actually. So that is its entire turn is crawling up the stairs towards you and just crying. I just wanted a little bit of blood. I just haven't been fed in so long. And since we're still in initiative, that brings us back to you, Roxy. Uh, Mage Hand, flip the trap door shut. With Todd in there? Todd, I thought Irene... Todd, Todd stayed down there. Todd yeah. is in there. <laughs> Todd's at the yeah, top Todd's of the not stairs. all the way out yet. <laughs> Todd's having no luck with this set of stairs. <laughs> Roxy's like, hmm, well... Yeah, that, no. It's really dark, and Todd's just like, crap. Let me okay. Let me at her. I will say to Todd, Todd, just get out of the basement. And I will hold my action to use Mage Hand to slam the thing shut for when Todd is out. Okay. Okay. DJ, what about you? Okay. So how far is the vampire from me? Uh, okay, so right in front of you, you're 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 outside of the yeah, or you're at the top still, of the top, stairs. Top of the stairs, right next to Todd. Yeah, like right next to, slightly behind, probably. Okay, uh, it is closing in about maybe four steps away. Okay. So less than you know, definitely within melee range for where you are. How tall is Roxy? About five ten ish. Five ten. Okay. So. Uh, DJ is going to run up Roxy, jump in the air. I said you must any here. Drop the base. And I'm going to cast magic missile and throw baby boombox at the vampire. Okay. While in midair, hopefully with the increased distance, gain a little velocity as Suddenly, the body parts that have been falling off start to almost thread themselves into black threads and then f weave themselves into these, like, three black obsidian shards of metal that just launch themselves with baby boombox flying in between in the superhero pose at the vampire. <laughs> so magic missiles and auto hit for... Uh... Nine points of force damage. Okay. And baby boom box. Doo -doo. Is there any chance that I can add my strength for throwing baby boom box? Yes. <laughs> Solid. So that is going to be an additional eight force damage. Okay. Uh, that's, this thing is not looking great. Uh, so you threw, so baby boombox is currently in the face of this creature. In the face of this creature, yes. <laughs> it, uh, like, grabs on and is, is trying to get it off, but it's not its turn, so it can't really do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it just lets out this, and is that the end of your turn? I'd like to use my bonus action to command baby boombox to uh, do a force strike. Okay. Because we're not done with it. Let's 
Baby Boombox, you got this. Baby Boombox got a natural 20. Double that damage. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Pod's just gonna look uh, over at the space next to them and say, that's how you do it. Spot six. Um, eight force damage. How does Baby Boombox want to do this? So Baby Boombox, holding on to the face of this thing that's clawing, starts vibrating violently, like shaking, and you start to see the metal on it heating up, glowing, and now you hear, I said, drop the base. And it literally detonates with this sound, exploding in the face of this vampire. His metal shards go everywhere. And then black threads pull them back together and it wheezes and it goes <laughs> and it jump and it starts making its way back to DJ. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, this thing just absolutely all that's left on the ground is this like refuse of vampire spawn stuff as baby boombox makes their way back to you and it has gone very quiet dj are there any bits down there you want to collect before we move on dj immediately has run down and been co is collecting like the left arm they're missing that they have to reattach grabbing the ear and sliding it back on and you'll notice each piece that's attached to their skin black threads sew the pieces back on and starts eating some of the remains that got blown off the vampire, consuming the bits, fingers, and part of the head, just consuming the bits they can. Meanwhile, baby Boombox is like kicking the corpse a bit. <laughs> Making sure, just like. <laughs> uh, there is an absolute, I mean, wail from the priestess outside as she realized what realizes what has happened and and then you don't hear her anymore I'll start Maybe heading out should sneak out the back this feels like a sneak out the back moment uh, well down here um, detect magic detect magic all right do, do, do. Tell me how it works. So detect magic for the duration. I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. And I sense magic feet. this way. I can see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the same area that bears magic. And I learn what school, if any. There doesn't seem to be anything particularly magical within 30 feet of you other than your party members. Um... Unless vampirism is a form of magic, uh, there's there's no you're not getting any pings. And going, uh, baby boombox is going to like pat the head of DJ as a radiant green light kind of consumes her body. As I use my last spell slot for a cure wounds, because I need it. <laughs> well, oh, on the yeah, plus I'll side, probably get the axe out of their leg. <laughs> I mean, fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's good. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 it uh, try to eat me. You're all right. 
I was heading to check on the priestess. Uh, she has headed out towards the cemetery and is just, she's thrown herself to the ground in front of a headstone and is inconsolable. I'll just kind of lurk over there because that's really the only way I can move with my gangly limbs. I'll just put a hand on her shoulder and be like, you know it had to be done. If someone would have gotten hurt, you would have regretted this. She sits up and you don't understand it. You're right, I do not. I do not understand at all. She was my everything. I she came back changed and I thought that maybe there would be a way to to save her. But now that chance is gone. I was my parents everything too. I was when I was cursed with this and I just kind of gestured to myself. Uh, unfortunately, some curses are worse than others. I'm going to ask you guys to leave my church now. Oh, definitely. And I'll just kind of turn around. (laughs) You guys see Roxy come back in. Pog's going to pull the axe now out of their leg and hand it back to Irina. Again, I am so sorry. Um... Well, I'm fine. normally really good at, at throwing this. At least she didn't blow my guts out. I'm going to look over to the side where there's nothing. I'm going to also look. Do I see anything as someone who has talked to spirits as well? Do I sense anything? Mm-hmm. Do you have a feature like, for this? Or do you want to roll like a, well, like a wisdom check? I don't, I don't really have a feature for it, but I... I do connect to spirit sometimes. Okay. Give me a wisdom check. Or like a... Yeah. Just just Or like an wisdom. insight. Or you could do insight if you like I'll do insight better. to see if Todd's just crazy. Uh, Todd's I mean, also irrelevant to off the axe, but on Irina's clothes, not Todd's clothes. Yeah, whether or not you find a ghost, the craziness isn't is indifferent to that fact. Well, I mean... Obviously, something is not quite right, but in this instance, is there something actually talking to her? I rolled a 14 for insight. You're getting vibes. Okay. Okay. Um, The priestess has asked us to leave. I believe it's the least we can do since we broke her door, killed her daughter, and put bits all over her yard. I think it's best if we just make our leave. Okay. And then DJ goes over to the priest. Says, "You go over to her." Quite the the leave I had in mind, but okay. I said you need to leave. I can taste memories, and uh, um, uh, she thanks you. Who thanks me? Your daughter. She was scared, and you kept her safe. As best you could, but letting us go down there, she finally feels free and happy and safe. You, you did, you did good. And then DJ will hobble away. 
You can have inspiration for that. That was cute. As a hobble. <sighs> she is just left sitting there. Um, kind of staring at the church, staring at you, hobbling away. You guys see DJ hobbling back towards you outside the church. Todd wants to ravage the church for supplies. Like maybe something to bind up my leg. <laughs> so you would fix your leg. might be valuable, but mostly just for my leg. Do you want to do you want to fix Todd's leg, or would you like to go in and check out the church first? Because there are you did see some other rooms in there. Uh, well, DJ's gonna go over. Uh, I can fix your leg. Oh, thank you, DJ. See, some people help, and I look over at nothing. And then just kind of like rips off their leg entirely off peels the like thigh part of it open and you see in there there's like a bunch of like surgery kit like tool kit some gauze that's in there and starts pulling those out and just kind of like does like some stitching with the black thread wraps the leg and then puts it back in their leg and seals their leg back on Ooh, dj i'm gonna tell you i was a little worried when you took your leg off but thank you you did some good work there thank you i said i'm a doctor well, I underestimated you. Uh, we should go. We should go and get Todd back up. <laughs> Seeing uh, DJ Hobble, I pull a, a dwarf shin out of my bag that I collected from the house, and I'll hold it up to them and be like, "This might, this might even things up a bit." <gasps> yeah, and takes it and immediately like rips off the shortened leg and jams the bone into the socket where the hip attaches. And you start to see that black thread kind of wrap around the bone. You start to see muscle tissue form. And this new form of like dwarvish skin starts to form instead of the like goblin-esque leg that was longer than the other one. And they start to like even length, even though one's like goblin and green and gangly and the other one's got a little more fleshy tone to it. Rocky's all proud of themselves and be like, there's more where that came from and pat them on the head. To clarify, you oh. said shin? Shin. Like, the, okay, just, okay. Yeah, yeah so there's just, it's a literally a just shin a straight bone. leg. There's no knee. Yeah. I don't so like the, what, dwarf, the dwarf shin is as long as the goblin leg. So it's a different type of hobbling. Very cool. All right. <laughs> uh, Irina is watching all of this. Uh, Sarzaneth and uh, Eastmark have made their way over as well. And uh, Sarzaneth says, did you take care of the problem? We did. Todd just Good. points to their leg. And then DJ coughs <laughs> and pops up the parts of the head that were still there. I did it. Like the head? Mm -hmm, the part that was blown up. There was oh. like the chunk that was still left. <laughs> yeah, I ate those bits. Oh, well. Yeah, that... I thought we were going to try and um, check on the child, uh, not eat it. It bit me, so I bit it back. Oh, okay. Well, I trust your judgment. 
Um, shall we dispatch with the, uh, the, 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 the priestess over there that enslaved the child? We just leave her alone. It okay. wasn't a kid, Sar. It really it wasn't a kid. Not that Do I would I have to... had a problem. It was a kid, but it wasn't. Do I need to eat her Undead, too? Undead, violence, we're good. Eating the priestess? Yes? No? No. I... Oh, okay. All right. Maybe later. If they, once they pass, who knows? All right, well. DJ grabs the vampire bits of the skull and starts shoveling back into their mouth. Never Perfect. Irina looks over all of you, Sarzaneth talking to you, uh, DJ regurgitating and reconsuming head bits. Uh, just says. I feel like I made a very good decision to hire you to help us get to Velaki. I feel like... No, that like... was a terrible decision. But... Terrible decision. We yeah. promise nothing. And then Todd just turns to the space next to them and says, No! I said no. We're not doing it. And I pointed and... Irina. We're not doing it. No. No. You Come back here. Come back here. Are you not... Wait, you're not going to go to Velaki with, with us? Yes, we're going to go to Velaki. Ah, okay, hold on. And then DJ starts ripping out their canines and then reaches in their pocket and puts the vampire teeth and just jabs them into their gums and their cells in. Ha! Oh. I love it. DJ, I love it. So, nope. <laughs> bite Eddie. Eddie's nice to me. Eddie isn't nice to anybody. And Todd goes over and picks up their stuffed wolf and picks up their red fur and just starts storming off down the street. Come on! Velaki it is! <laughs> you, uh, you make your way down the street and, uh, was there anything else you were wanting to do here? You do, um, as you head down the street, you immediately in front of you can see the shop with a large wooden sign in front uh, titled Bathilda's Mercantile. I think we need to pick some things up before we go. Uh, okay. If anyone else, if yeah, anyone else has anything they have to, to take care of. Okay. I was just gonna kick the door open because my arms are full. Just violently, I'm mad now. Kick the so door open, shop. <laughs> and I'm gonna throw the red fur down on the counter and just be like, "Can you turn this into a cloak?" Uh, as you kick the door into this establishment, uh, you notice it is a quaint little shop. Uh, there, you have to walk in a ways in order to throw your fur down and demand a cloak. Uh, on the way, you see that there are shelves of various items, kits, trade goods. You see a few pieces of armor and some weapons decorating the walls. It kind of seems like a one-stop shop kind of thing. Uh, there's a hunched woman standing behind the counter that you throw the furs on. Uh, you see her make eye contact with you guys, crack a smile... And she very gently removes something from the countertop and then puts her hand back up on the countertop, uh, seemingly replacing something, and says, Welcome to my shop. I'm Bethilda. How may I help you? Cloak DJ jumps no on the 
and Can DJ jumps on the counter point? to see what was put away. <laughs> uh, give me a perception check, because on the counter, all you see is a little menu of items and prices. Oh yeah, no, I use disguise self before walking in, turn myself back into the human woman. Uh, that's okay. a 25. 25. Uh, you can see she's still holding in her hands uh, a looks to be like a printed menu of items and prices for the shop. And it looks like she was switching them out in the process when you jumped up. Uh, uh, why'd you take the menu? We came to shop. Oh, here's a menu right here. And she kind of pushes the other one down underneath a hidden shelf and then reaches her hand up on the counter and pushes the one on the counter towards you. Mm, I know what you're doing. They do that all the time. Mm. Is this like a, a, a lunch menu and a dinner menu sort of thing? You can think of it that way. Prices go up. You don't look like you're from around here. Well, um, with the amount of parts of me are mostly from here now. That is true. See, we are from around here. Can you make a cloak? Yes, In like I can. a couple hours because apparently we're going to Velaki. I could have did that too. Oh, Velaki, you say. You make and... a cloak, DJ? I'm a doctor. Will, will you turn this into a cloak? Yeah, I just need... Give me a few hours and I can make anything. <laughs> and I turn back to the lady and I'm like, never mind. And I just walk out. <laughs> uh, as you're going to walk out, you see this, uh, this, uh, it looks like a teenage girl, but also maybe a bodybuilder. I don't know. She's like a really, really big girl, kind of like uh, Paul Bunyan, if Paul Bunyan was a teen girl with like, blonde braids and freckles and she goes wow you guys are adventurers and she just kind of like shuts the door before you can get out and and she goes are you like professional adventurers and i'm like yeah eddie why don't we just take her with us why don't we just collect a bunch of kids to take to Velaki? i'm not a kid I'm 17. Well, we're not taking you to Velaki. And I go to open the door. Uh, just, I just want to know about, like, the monsters and the stuff that you've killed. Oh, well, Go run around in the woods and you'll find out real quick. Okay. You see her look defeated and kind of walk back over to the counter towards Bathilda. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, DJ's still sitting on the counter. <laughs> okay, so she walks right up to you. <laughs> Just uh, what right leg at the knee and the other one at the hip. <laughs> oh, you have a list of things. Go ahead and pass yes, them this I need, way. Um, I need just a little pouch for just holding little things, little little components. I I dabble in the arcane. Um, yes, I can do that. What is on your list? I need a a little glass bead. Um, any any kind is fine. Uh, very strong distilling alcohol. Not for drinking, strictly for, for creative uses. Uh, I need a bunch of 
uh, medium-sized glass jars and uh, a vermin traps. This can be arranged. And she looks over at the kid and says, Penny. And the girl goes, yeah, I can totally get that for you, but you're going to have to tell me what you're going to use it for. And she grabs it and she goes off into another room. Oh, I guess I will tell her when she gets back. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's all that I have on my list for now. That is going to be a gold piece. Those are simple items. Okay. Pay one gold. Thank you very much. Is there anything else you're going to be needing before you make the trip to Velaki, you say? Yes, I believe so. Uh, do you sell maps? I do, indeed. And she okay. pulls one out, sets it on the counter. She says, this will be five gold. Okay. Um, seems pricey. Is Irina with us? Uh, she is. She's kind of, She's she's been standing back. She comes in and she agrees. She's like, that is a lot of money for a map. Um, we could probably get one for free somewhere else. And Bethelda goes, well, if you want it bad enough, you'll pay for it. Who knows where else you're going to find one? Sounds like free anywhere else is what she said. Irina, do you know how to get to Velaki? Uh, no. Oh, we'll take that map. Oh, wait, is, did she put the map on the table at all? Uh, she set it on the counter, yes. Uh, Baby Boombox grabs it and tries to, like, jump off the counter. Dexterity check. <laughs> or sleight of hand, whichever one you prefer. Either way is the same thing for Baby Boombox. Baby Boombox can very do very little things. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, hold on. Uh, plus, it's a 17. 17. That outdoes her. Uh, she, hey, that is my map, and you, I demand the gold. She looks right okay, at you, Roxy. I'll just kind of grab out my bag of silver and accidentally dump it kind of all over the counter. But I'll count it out. Don't worry. And I'll try to like slide of hand count out just three golds worth and push it over in like a, just a massive pile. Give me a slide of hand check. Oh no. Nine. <laughs> she looks at you and raises an eyebrow. You're going to Push have to do better than that. Uh, DJ is then going to <laughs> and spit up some vampire bits. And then spit up a padlock and some chain. And then spit up a shield. Sorry. We want gold. Are you trying to intimidate me or are you trying to sell this shield? Oh, I was told not to intimidate because I can kill you if I wanted to. I don't need to intimidate you. So you're selling the shield. Yeah, I ate it from a house. Okay. Um, and you see her kind of, she looks down at the bits and she doesn't seem as grossed out as she probably should. Was genuinely like, which one are you trying to do here? And uh, she looks over your shield and she says, I'll give you two gold pieces for it. 
How about we just take the map and we go? I mean, you're already charging us too much. Deal. She takes the four gold pieces worth of silver from Roxy and she takes the shield. I'll start scooping obnoxiously, just obnoxiously scooping the rest of my silver back in my bag. <laughs> uh, Penny while, comes like... lumbering back in. Oh, what? Uh, DJ's going to walk away from the counter and kind of go to other parts of the, the shop. Start eating things. <laughs> Give me a stealth with advantage because now she's distracted at the moment as her niece is coming back in. Uh, Penny lumbers in. I got the items. Uh, these are really cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I want to be an adventurer someday too. So you should tell me what you're gonna do with these and then and then i won't bother you anymore like oh. i did your friend it's very interesting i'm going to use the traps to capture little woodland creatures and then i'm gonna kill them gut them jar them and use them for spells that sounds amazing yes wow uh if you guys ever need any extra help or anything you guys should come back and and talk to me because I, I can almost leave now, and I'm gonna go do cool stuff like that too. Yeah. If we make it back this way, we will look you up. That's cool. Yeah. All right. It was really nice to to meet you all. Nice meeting you too. Uh, Bethilda's just, you know, trying to scoop all of the silver, and like she's she's just flipped over the shield and is just scooping the silver in there and chuckling to herself that she got extra value out of this this uh, map I wanna, situation. I want to slide of hand mage hand and smack the shield up, <laughs> tip it. Okay. <laughs> I'll pay her what she asked for, but she's gonna pay for it too. <laughs> you flip the shield up, it shoves up onto her, the money spills all over the floor, and you just hear her, oh god, and just mumbling curses to herself. She ducks down. Uh, so I guess it really, honestly, DJ, it doesn't really matter what you rolled, because she's completely distracted. Yeah, what kind so. of cool stuff Which sucks, I use my knowledge from a past life feature, too, but it's cool. <laughs> I use the whole feature. But it's because of the mage hand hitting the shield, it does trigger my magical tinkering. As um, you hear... Ye who holds this shield shall face the hounds of hell, for you are now destined for the many layers of pain. As I put a recorded message on there for anyone who tapped the front of the shield, and the mage hand, I believe, triggered that. Yep. That's amazing. All right. Uh, okay, other than that, what did you take? There are... Uh, anything that is adventuring gear, weapons, armor and shields, uh, tools, and trade goods. Everything is in this shop. As many crafting tool, artisan tools as possible that I don't already have in my gullet. Okay, so you have... Okay, artisan tool. Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll me like a... Roll me like a d20. The seven? Seven. Okay, you managed to get a hold of seven different uh, artisan toolkits, and you can kind of 
choose like between sessions what those seven kits were, but you have consumed the equivalent of that that much while she was distracted. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> I would like to try to snag some rations and a bedroll because I didn't have any of those. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get greedy. I'm just going to be as quick into the bag, out the door. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, Penny is helping Bethilda pick things up off of the ground. So you name it on your way out the door as long as it wouldn't take you longer than like five seconds, ten seconds to yeah, grab. Yeah. Just federal rations out. <laughs> okay. And you'd be like, have a wonderful day. You just hear obscenities being yelled back at you that I cannot say here. <laughs> as DJ and Baby Boombox kind of make the way out the door. <laughs> All right. You guys find yourself standing in a quiet... Uh, mid-afternoon village of Barovia. You can see the road ahead of you and the gate leaving out of the village. I there really is... Do you have any horses or anything? Or is this all by foot? Uh, I do not have any horses myself, but I know where there are some horses. If uh, that is something of interest to you. I ate a horse once. I am not surprised. Uh, I'll look at the party and do you, do you think we all do you think we need horses? <gasps> uh, I don't need a horse, but um, if we can grab a horse, um, I I just need its legs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she kind she of contemplates what that means and just envisioning the hey dj if we get a horse do you think you could hold off on the legs for a while like maybe when I mean, the horse dies you can have the legs but for now the horse can have the legs okay i won't eat the horse you guys oh, make your way for you. back over toward the blood on the vine tavern and there is a little stable nearby with two horses in it. Only two. Okay. You can uh, see uh, the the people that were dressed in really bright, colorful clothing that were in the tavern the night before. Uh, you see two of them out by the horses. One of them is brushing one of the horses, and the other one is uh, set up against the wall outside the tavern and is just kind of like looks like they're just trying to take in deep breaths and you can see that their eyes and their face is tired and sunken in and they just look really sick um but they are they are currently there how would you like to approach this the people or the horses look tired the the uh one of the people is okay. standing there while their partner is kind of brushing down one of the horses it looks like they're almost done uh, well, DJ does what DJ does, and DJ said we're get, her we're getting a horse, so DJ runs over to the horse. Just... Um, what? Um, hello, you were you were here last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, horse, please. Two. 
Oh, these are our horses. <laughs> no, they're ours. We're getting them. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> this this person, they look over at Roxy and Todd and Irina approaching, and they're like, I think you lost your child. Uh, they need to be I am, picked up. I am not a child. I am a doctor. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Hmm. Um, can, can I help you? The horses are going to help us. Yeah, I'll just... Five full-sized adults, NDJ, and Baby Boombox. DJ, I'm Baby not Boombox sure the can horse wait is in the back. Uh, Unless you let Again, DJ these are our kid. horses. Because Roxy can be on a horse, and Todd and Sars... Stars can fly, and Irina needs a horse. So Todd and and Roxy can ride a horse. Then then Irina and Will One can ride a horse, and then me and Stars can fly. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Stars, not how long can you fly at a time? Is it just however long you need to? I can fly as often as I need to. I think. <laughs> I did not read Sars Nest character sheet. <laughs> I mean, I trust the doctor. That math seems to work out. Um, the person brushing the horse kind of uh, again. The, these are our horses. Uh, if you're I'll interested, we'll get to you horse. in a second. You'll get so, to me in a... Um, I'll just ignore it. How, how much do you think it would cost to rent one of these horses? And we, we need to go back to get some food for them? Well, no. I mean, if we're renting instead of buying, then the owner should supply the food. And we baby boom, boom opens up the map buy for, them. for DJ to look at. How far is Velaki based on the uh, map? It's, it's actually just a few miles away up north. Well, great. That should be easy. We How much are they your horses for two or th- two or three days? Two days. One day there and one day back, right? Well, we can't promise anything, so we might want to give them a little bit more to ensure. We promise that we'll get the horses to Balaki. This is my Mostly. horse. Uh... Well, Irina then, said you'd rent it to us, so... Oh, I didn't! I... Oh, Irina, I am... you said they had horses. Were you planning DJ... on stealing our horses, Irina? I no, mean... Every, everyone calm down, charm person, to the main person who's talking. Oh, man, I wish we had another wild magic surge. <laughs> uh, save, right? It's the DC, the DC is 15, and it is... Seven. Uh, Seven. Okay. They are charmed. Um I can I can understand. I can understand where you were coming from, Irene. I've been there before. I've been there before. Uh he's a reasonable man. Um I am not a man. They are valuable. You only have the two. I apologize. Um so there are only there are only two. Um I think we should pay them. Five gold per day. What seems fair horse? to you? Oh. Do you? If you want, we cannot Five. pay. Not pay to rent? Oh. 
hey, Sar, why don't you pay 20 gold pieces to rent these horses? <laughs> and he's just going to pull on, like, Roxy's clothes. I can... I can make them give it to us. Yes. Uh, you, you... I think they'll just give them to us anyway, but I think it'd be the nicest thing to do is to give them a little bit, especially since we can't ensure that these horses will come back in all their pieces. Yes, that happens. That happens. Yeah, you give me and what you're willing to give me. If we have and... to keep the legs, then we've paid for the legs. My I will horse personally does have good give legs. you five gold per horse, and then one gold to feed both of them, because you're going to be mad in about fifty-four minutes. Um, I won't tell you why, but it won't be our problem then. I'll, I'll hand over eleven gold. Oh, that's that's good. Thank you. That is, hey. Look at we can get you some medicine now. Figure out what's wrong with you. Uh, they turn to the man that is against the building, just like unable to breathe anymore, just kind of dying. Uh, they're gonna be fine. They pat them uh, on the on the shoulder. DJ's gonna head over and like hop in front of them and like lick the person who apparently is sick and dying. Just kind of like lick along their neck and their jawline. I want to do a medicine check to determine okay. what's afflicting them. My goal is to try to lick the sweat. Okay, you lick up their sweat. And this medicine check would tell you, uh, go ahead and give me the roll and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how. Uh, that's an 18. 18, okay, fine. Uh, yeah, so you lick them and you can tell they are not sick with anything like a normal sickness. Anything that would typically afflict a human uh you determine it must be magical in nature therefore huh. can i determine how soon they might die from that hmm. sure 18 is pretty high <laughs> they'll be dead in two days hmm. Hmm. yep you're gonna die sorry walks away you might not die. We've got medicine money now. They say Mom, that he's to everyone. He's definitely going to really die do. because he's not sick. Magic made him go. He, he's going to die. Sorry. You see the man like. <laughs> it's it's going to be pretty bad too. If you want, I can make it be less painful. He is a sobbing heap on the ground. What would you like to do? I'm going to go over to the sick person and I'm uh baby boombox is going to be next to me is going to come over and like kind of hold the person just kind of just hold them gently and then okay. slowly like spider legs come out of its body as it goes over its mouth and seals it wait <laughs> so this individual is now sealed inside baby boombox yeah. yeah, so baby boombox has like sealed over the mouth so it can't over they can't mouth. breathe. Okay. And then DJ is going to place their hand on the person's chest and you'll see like electricity surge through its body and and a massive just quick pulse and the body would just go limp. Okay. 
It's an easy way to do it. Good work. Fall over. And the person that was patting their shoulder kind of goes, Oh, it is a good time for a nap, I suppose. Yes. Uh, Let me get you your food. And they just look really dazed. Hey, Roxy, you should ask them for ale while we're here. We should probably leave us before you want this ale. I can off. go get. Yes, I can go talk to my partner. Yes. Yes, yes, all my friends would love something to drink. Oh, talk uh, to your partner. I'll go Never have mind. Maria we'll bring it out. We should be leaving. We should be leaving quickly I'm before going the partner to get comes out. Her. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, everybody, get on <laughs> quickly. <laughs> uh, are they look? They're looking towards Roxy and Todd, right? Uh, they, they are walking away. They're walking into the tavern, into a side door. While they're walking away, DJ just immediately just rips their jaw off and just starts scooping the body of the person they just, (laughs) and just, like a trough, just haw. And baby boombox is like now jumped onto the head and is helping push the body. I will help. I'll help to get this going faster too. And you'll see, like, again, the neck starts to expand to fit it, and then reaches, like, the chest, which is expanding, and then it just shrinks down, as if it just goes into the abyss. Okay. That is always fascinating. Always. And then takes the jaw and re-locks it back on as a stitching, re-stitch the jaw back into place. Okay. I'm ready. Alright, let's go. DJ, you're gonna ride with Sar? Yay! I fly! Okay, Sounds Irina, good to me. you and your brother on that one. Roxy, you're with me on this one. Alright, let's Who's go. Who's navigating? Uh, it have, doesn't okay. matter. We have you know to go. What? We just need I to get out covered. there. Let's go, let's go, let's go! I've got it covered. <laughs> Todd will lead the way. Again. <laughs> Irina jumps up on the horse, pulls Eastmark up, and is like, out of there. Like, you guys have to catch up with her as she's taking off out of the gates of the village of Barovia and is, like, whispering to her brother. And you guys are to the point where you can hear and she's just like, I cannot believe everything we just did. And you guys are... Yeah. You guys move out of the village of Barovia and that's where we're gonna end the session for tonight because that makes sense as a stopping point. (laughs) so next week we will open up with you guys making your way to the town of Velaki and yeah let's go ahead and do our outros real quick uh probably turn off the music I guess (laughs) um let's go ahead and start with casual Give us your outro. Ed, yeah, it's Jay. What can I say? Casual Campbell. You can find me on all social media at Casual underscore Campbell. Storyteller, entertainer, stand-up comedian, all overall. Just love of entertainment factor. Uh, you can find me on my Twitch, Casual Campbell, doing stuff like that. You can catch me on Gilding Light on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for the next few weeks, doing amazing, wonderful things where I do get to play also with Beth twice a week. So, I mean, I'm a winner all the way across the board. You can also find me on so many other Twitch channels, just doing a bunch of things, spreading love and joy. And also, next month, I am dropping an official play test for people to experience my 
5e compatible deep breath rpg which is inspired by anime manga and we officially are now in the final stages of getting it designed for the publishing for people to get a pdf version where everything anime and manga lives your greatest dreams we have classes designed after dragon ball z full metal alchemist avatar the last airbender black clover project k pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, and so many more classes and races from those amazing experiences again it's deep breath a retro futuristic high fantasy setting where cyborgs are just as much as a threat as dragons are that sounds amazing oh my gosh <laughs> i cannot wait to jump into that uh wow okay so uh jesse j you are next uh jesse davidson you can find me on twitter and instagram at the boss jesse j and i'm hoping to get some stuff published up on dm's guild within the next couple months i'll keep everybody updated on that very cool tyler i'm ty stone i'm at roxy tiefling on twitter um and yeah i'm just i'm bet the barge partner and we're always working on making and creating new content and uh really excited for some of the ideas that we're working on now and just keep keep posted we got some good stuff and I am Beth the Bard everywhere at It's Beth the Bard. Uh, if you want to watch the videos on demand for this, uh, I'm posting them from Gilding Light's uh, YouTube as they publish on sheistheancient.com. Uh, yeah, there'll be there will be the DMs Guild Guide coming out by August, and I hope that you guys like it when it does. But other than that, we will see you guys in a week for the next part of our adventure. And yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting us. Thank you, DC, for producing this and dealing with all the back end stuff. Uh, yeah, so that's all. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Houses Bye. and corpses, part of a complete meal. <laughs> <laughs>